1: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Now this focus, focus is supposed to be scientific,
2: scientific, 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 scientific.
0: You have entered back from the borderline, where we walk willingly into the darkness within our minds and return home to ourselves transformed. I'm your host, Molly. I spent most of my life numbing the pain and emptiness inside me, unaware that my self-sabotaging behaviors and thoughts were destroying my ability to connect with myself and other people. One day, I decided I was sick enough of my own bullshit to hear life calling, telling me it was time for a change, and I decided to answer that call. On this podcast, We'll learn that when we see ourselves as the hero of our own journey it gives us the best chance at finding our inner truth and integrity together we'll learn to hold complex feelings expand our consciousness and self-awareness while making meaning of our suffering are you ready to find out who you are underneath the weight of everything that's been keeping you stuck If the answer is yes, follow me down the rabbit hole of psychological and spiritual growth. I'm so glad you're here. And with that, let's dive straight in to the episode. Hello, my friends. I hope you're having an amazing day. I am sitting here with my coffee in the morning and it's a beautiful morning outside. And I'm super excited to be here with you again for the podcast. So I wanted to share some reflections I've been having with you because you are my people. (laughs) I've developed such a beautiful community with this podcast and I am just so grateful for each and every one of you that tune in and listen to what I have to say And as you know, I'm always going to tell you how I'm feeling. And for those of you that have been listening since the very, very beginning, I hope you've seen that I've grown. Because that's what we're here to do on this earth is grow, transform, and change. And when I first started this podcast, I was caught up in What I like to call, and I've mentioned on actually just the last episode, the whole BPD 123. I was very much stuck in the Instagram infographic stage of my journey to recovery from what I thought of as mental illness at the time. And whenever people reach out to me on Instagram, I always recommend that they start at episode one. Because I think it's a really cool thing for people that are just discovering my podcast to start and listen chronologically because you can really see how far I've come in this journey. And I've grown and my opinions about what mental illness is and the way we look at it as a society has changed. Because since I started this podcast less than a year ago, I don't have the same opinions about what we call borderline personality disorder or any other disorders anymore. And I want to talk about that. I believe that diagnoses have their purpose. I don't believe anything is all good or all bad anymore. And that's a part of thinking dialectically. Diagnosis, for example, of borderline personality disorder could be a really freeing thing for someone to realize because they may think, oh, I finally know what's wrong with me, or I finally can get the treatment that I want. But then at the same time, a diagnosis of borderline personality disorder can also lead to a lot of pain for people. And feeling stigmatized and typing it into google.com and seeing things like the best that you can hope for is to go into remission and that it's an incurable disease or mental disorder. And I don't believe in that. I don't believe that anyone's personality is disordered. I don't. And I think some people may disagree with me but I don't see the benefit in telling anyone that they have a disordered personality. And I also don't see the benefit in wearing a personality disorder as some kind of badge of honor. I feel like we have to go further than that. We have to dive deeper than that. And as I have traveled this road of recovery in my life and the last year even, I'm realizing that What has helped me more than anything are spiritual resources, things that allow us to think about ourselves as diverse, multifaceted human beings that are recovering from generational and collective trauma. And thinking about myself as someone with borderline personality disorder or complex post traumatic stress disorder. It puts me in a box. It doesn't mean that I can't get benefit from some books about BPD, but I feel like I've grown past that. Reading books about BPD for me are no longer helpful because I get it. I, I understand the symptoms. I understand the BPD123, but I want more. I want to dive deeper. I also want people to be able to find my podcasts that have been diagnosed with all other sorts of mental health disorders. There's so much in what I say about spiritual recovery that can resonate for everyone. And I feel like by making myself the BPD girl, it puts me in a corner. But I don't want to be put in a corner. I don't want to be put in a box. And I don't want you to be put in a box either. Sure, maybe a BPD diagnosis has helped you find an amazing DBT therapist, or it has helped you find words to put to your experience. But I urge you to not just think about yourself as someone with BPD and stop there. Who are you as a spiritual being? Something I want to share with you is something that Dr. Anita Federici, a previous guest on the podcast, just shared on her Instagram the other day. And I think it's really important that we talk about this. It is a quote by Marsha Linehan, who is the creator of dialectical behavior therapy, the foremost treatment of borderline personality disorder. So, if you don't know who Marsha Linehan is, she is top of her field. And Dr. Anita Federici had the blessing of being able to meet her and work with her in person. And so, Anita shared this quote that Marsha Linehan said in 2017, and I'm reading this quote. I tell my patients, if you end up in an ER for a medical disorder, for God's sake, do not tell them that you meet criteria for BPD. There's such a stigma, and you will be treated differently. This is so important. It goes with what I was told when I reached out to my psychiatrist, and I spoke to his Secretary at the front. And I asked why I hadn't had a diagnosis, official diagnosis of BPD put on my medical record. She said, Trust me, you don't want that on your medical records. It can affect your ability to get a life insurance policy. If you end up in court in the future with some kind of dispute over custody for your child, it can be used against you. I mean, look, we're watching this play out in the trial with Amber Heard right now. Now, I'm not taking sides on this trial. I actually haven't even paid attention to it. I actually think it's disgusting that it's some kind of spectacle. And from the brief things that I've seen, it seems like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard were in an extremely toxic relationship, and I hope and pray that both of them get the therapy and healing that they need. I'm not making any judgment past that. But what I can say is that personality diagnosis, personality disorder diagnoses can and will be used against us in court in decisions of whether or not we get a life insurance policy. So look what can happen in the court of public opinion. And then we have so many of us, myself included, just a year ago, on this relentless mission to try to get a diagnosis. It's like when you go to the doctor, right? It's almost when the doctor says all your tests came back normal and you've been feeling sick for so long. And you're almost like, you almost want them to find something wrong because it will make you feel better because you can put a name to it. I think that's how so many of us feel when we go in to a psychiatrist or a therapist. It's like, give me a disorder, give me a diagnosis because then I can say that's the reason. But my friends, take it from Marsha Linehan, the top of her field, she recommends that people with BPD on their medical records don't even mention that when they go into the emergency room because you will get looked at differently. I'm not saying this to scare you. And if you have a BPD diagnosis on your medical records, the beauty is that the world is changing Just as Dr. Alexandra Solomon said on my last episode, the industry, she I say industry, that's a Freudian slip because this world of psychiatry, the world of therapy has become an industry. The DSM, every time it's released, makes millions of dollars. This is an industry and it's sad that it's become an industry, but the fact of the matter is that you need to see it that way. You are just a product to them. You're not necessarily a product to your therapist, of course. Your therapist is also being forced to work in this industrial model that they probably resent and hate. I've spoken to many therapists at this point that want change. And Alexandra said in our last episode, she's, again, top of her field. She's an instructor, a professor at a university where she trains other therapists. And she said, the world, the therapy world, the psychiatry world is a field in recovery itself. So just remember that this doesn't mean that you need to distrust therapists or distrust all psychiatrists, because then we would be seeing things as black and white. And that's not what we want to do. But what I want you to do is I want you to have a realistic view that BPD or personality disorders, that's just a word that a bunch of guys made up to describe something that they couldn't understand and they had a hard time treating. And just a hundred years ago, women were being diagnosed with what they called hysteria because they were too emotional. And this was seen as a medical diagnosis. Premenstrual dysphoric disorder is seen as a disorder, right? As something that's wrong. Even being gay used to be seen as some kind of disorder of the mind so just know that you are your best advocate nothing has ever been wrong with you you don't need to be chasing down a official diagnosis of anything you are just you you're a person that has experienced your own blend of trauma And trauma does not have to be being in a school shooting or what we call a big T trauma. And while that is a horrible thing to experience, there are little T traumas. Just experiencing emotional neglect as a child is enough to completely transform the way that you see people and the world. If your parent was not attuned enough to you, that did not treat you like a spiritual being that deserve to be welcomed and have your dreams nourished every day. That was a trauma that shaped the way that you see the world. And the medical field is going to try to medicalize that experience so that they can put you in a box. And while, yes, that can mean that we get into the right therapist's office, it can mean that we get into the right room with the right person, but it can also mean that we get stigmatized and ostracized and told that something is wrong with us. So I want you to be able to see both sides of this. And I hope you know the bashing I've experienced in my DMs and in my comments about this. The moment that I put one toe out of line and someone will attack me in my comments, are you saying that BPD isn't a real thing? You're not validating my experience, you're invalidating me. And this is where I think we get into trouble my friends, and this is why I'm so glad I have a podcast because if any of those people that came into my DMs or went flying off the handle in my comments actually listened to my podcast and took part in this nuanced discussion that we're having, they would know that's not the way that I see it. I'm not invalidating anyone's experience. I have a problem with the labels. I have a problem with pathologizing people's emotions and experiences. I have a problem with slapping a disorder label on someone that makes people think something is wrong with them and that they are somehow tainted for life. I just read the other day in the book that I'm reading that this woman who worked in a psych ward, psychiatric nurse, said that when she worked there, anyone who came in that had a diagnosis of bpd on their records when you would go check for new people that were coming into the ward that when you would click on the person's name a huge alert would pop up in the system and say warning borderline pd can you believe that and she said this would make all of the people that work there the psychiatrists the nurses it's like have you ever read the book the scarlet letter where Hester Prim, the main character in The Scarlet Letter, she has to wear a huge red A on her chest that says adulteress. And the entire community looks at her like she is trash and she's treated that way. And borderline personality disorder is used as a scarlet letter on our chest. And that is why I don't believe it serves any of us. I think it does more harm than good. And I would love to see personality disorder, diagnoses, being stricken from the DSM. I don't believe that our emotions, our feelings, our very real traumas should be medicalized and pathologized and made to be treated as something that is wrong with us, something to make us feel like we can't grow and change. Just listen to my podcast from episode one just less than a year ago to now episode 46 or seven that we're on now, I am not the same person. My boyfriend tells me you are not the same person that I started dating. So to anyone who says that your personality is disordered, it's bullshit. It's not true and that you can't change and that you can't be a completely different person three years from now. It's bullshit. Don't believe them. Don't believe them. That isn't invalidating that is the most validating thing I could say to anyone. So to anybody that says I'm invalidating their experience by saying BPD, that label is bullshit, I'm okay with that. And I would direct them to my podcast and I want them to hear because people that have been labeled with BPD or people that identify with BPD symptoms like chronic feelings of emptiness, fear of abandonment, chronic thoughts of suicide, those are my people. It makes me wanna cry. You are my people, but I don't believe that you're disordered. You're not. You never have been. Nothing has ever been wrong with you. It's the world. But have we fucked up? Yeah. Have we probably put people in our lives through a lot of pain? Yeah. And a lot of it is because we are living in a world that is not kind to people with big feelings, And especially if you're a woman listening to this. We are made to feel like we are crazy. The women that are in my life that I've worked with that put their emotions to the side, they're rewarded for that. And I see a lot of those types of women really excelling in the corporate world as well. I've been in the corporate world for almost 10 years now. And the women that I see move up the ranks are women who are able to completely turn their emotions off. I've even had mentors in my life, women say, Molly, I love how passionate you are. But if you want to move up, like you need to tone down the emotion because men see that as instability. And that's the world we're living in. Your emotions are going to be pathologized. Your emotions are going to be seen as a weakness. And that's why I'm speaking up. Your emotions are not a scarlet letter. You are not disordered. There is nothing wrong with you. There never has been. The way that your trauma has shaped you has maybe formed this distorted lens that makes you see the world as a bad place and people as dangerous. And so therefore you are probably creating a more difficult life for yourself than you need to. That's the hard truth, my friend. Yes, that's probably the case. And by diving into spiritual resources that I'm going to share with you, I'm going to walk you through this journey with me. We're going to get through this together. And I want to get you to a point where you don't need to have any labels on you. You don't need to feel like you have to prove yourself to anyone. You are a dynamic, strong human being that has fucking made it through hell. And you're going to help other people get out of hell. But you can only do that when you're on that road yourself. And I've said this on the podcast before. My favorite quote is, is when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Someone DM'd me the other day, and it made me cry. And she said, you said in the podcast, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And that hit me because I know that you appeared in the right time in my life. And if you're listening to this, you are meant to hear this right now. This is what you're meant to hear. I hope it can really inspire hope in you. And I want you to know that from this point on, my podcast is taking a different direction. I'm going all in on spiritual growth, on trauma recovery, because nobody's personality is disordered. I am making this podcast for the future world where personality disorder diagnoses no longer exist. And in the future, when people listen to this podcast, I hope that they go, that bitch had it right. This bitch knew that we were moving towards a different reality. I'm not doing the BPD one, two, three, five signs you're in a toxic relationship, five Reasons, you might have borderline personality disorder. I don't want to be part of that anymore. I went on my Instagram and I archived all the BPD posts. I changed my bio on Instagram because this is the new me. And this is the way I'm going to help. And people might not understand it right away, but I know you listening right now, you're going to understand. And I changed my bio on Instagram to say, you're not mentally ill. You're spiritually starved. And I believe that to my fucking core. You are not mentally ill. You are spiritually starved and you are recovering from trauma. And you are going to get through this. And you are going to experience a life that is worth living. I promise you, if you stick with me on this journey, we're in this together. You are not alone. You never have been. You're just living in a world that doesn't tell you the truth. And the people that raised you also were raised in that world. So give them some compassion too, even if they hurt you. And I know you probably feel angry about the people that have hurt you. But look at yourself in the mirror. You've hurt people too. I have hurt people in my life badly. I've done things I'm really ashamed of. Something I encourage you to do this week, this is my challenge for you. Find a picture of yourself as a little kid and I ask you, tape that picture up on your refrigerator or your bathroom mirror or set it as your phone background and look at that picture. That little kid wouldn't care about personality disorder diagnoses. It wouldn't care about BPD one, two, threes. It wouldn't care about articles that are 10 reasons why you're a fucked up person or 10 reasons why Your partner's a narcissist. Stop trying to figure out what's wrong with other people. Stop trying to figure out what your label is and look at that little kid in the eyes. And what that little kid wanted was to be told nothing has ever been wrong with you. You are loved. You're enough just by being here. Just by being here, you're enough. You don't need to do anything to be loved. And that's my message to your little inner child right now. And I am so grateful and honored that I can be speaking to you, that you understand. I don't have to be afraid that I'm crying. I don't have to be nervous because you get me. And by me sharing this with you, I want you to know there's other people out here that are gonna reflect that back to you, my friend. You don't have to be scared of your emotions. You don't have to feel ashamed. And there is nothing that's ever been wrong with you. But people are going to tell you that. And you have to be strong. You have to build your heart up enough to know the truth. And what I'm telling you here today on this podcast is the truth as well as I know it. And I've grown a lot since I started this podcast last year and shit's gonna start changing around here on this podcast. We're gonna be talking about spirituality. We're gonna be talking about myth and mysticism, and we're gonna be going into the depths of the human experience beyond personality disorders, beyond the medical model of mental health and mental illness. I want you to know that if you were born in a tribe, hundreds of thousands of years ago, with your deep emotions and your ability to feel this deeply, you might have been a shaman. You might have been a spiritual leader of a tribe. You might have been thought of as someone extremely powerful for your emotions. You would have been respected. People would come to you for advice, and you would protect your energy. You wouldn't be pathologized. You wouldn't be medicalized. We've lost our way as a society, and we've cast away the most fragile among us. What we're doing right now in the world of mental health, we're not on the right path. Something's got to change. We can't be labeling people and stigmatizing them and pathologizing them and making our human, emotional, spiritual experience. We can't force that into the medical model. The medical model exists for a reason. Amazing things are done with medicine and science. But medicine and science haven't figured out how to guide us through the spiritual human existence yet. And we need to recognize that. We need to recognize the limitations of the medical model. And we need to recognize the place that spirituality has in our evolution as human beings. And that's what I'm here to do. I'm realizing that's my calling. And no one's going to change my mind about that. And I know that my tribe, my people are going to find me. And the people that are put off by this message, that's okay too. I have to take a stand. I have to tell people like you that there's nothing wrong with you. I beg you to find a trauma-informed therapist who doesn't believe in pathologizing mental illness, who believes in seeing you as a unique human being that's recovering from trauma and to treat you as an individual human. I beg you to find a trauma-informed spiritual therapist. That doesn't mean they have to be religious in any one specific religion. It just means that you need someone that is on the right side of mental health, and you'll know it when you speak to them. If you get a bad feeling when you are with a therapist, and you feel like they are not trauma-informed or they are pathologizing your experience, follow that gut instinct. There are amazing therapists out there in this world that are doing good, good work. I speak to them all the time. I've had them on my podcast. We are moving towards a different world, my friend, a very different world. And I'm so excited. I'm so optimistic about it. But we also have to be warriors and realize that there's a dark side to the mental health industry as well. So that's me on my soapbox today. You don't need the red letter on your chest. Look at that picture of that little child. There is nothing that's ever been disordered about that little child. That child was just born into a world that shaped it into believing that was the truth. But now you know the truth. There is nothing that's ever been wrong with you. You've maybe got a long road ahead. I'm not going to lie about that. It's going to hurt. Life is never going to stop hurting. That's another thing. That's another lie that people are going to try to sell to you. There's going to always be painful parts about life. But you do know that if things didn't hurt, how could we appreciate the moments when it doesn't hurt? when it feels amazing. We have to have both. Otherwise, we'd just be sitting in this numb, isolated state, which is what I used to do at the lowest part of my life. I sat in my bed probably for 12 hours a day, numbing out, sucking on a weed vape pen to feel as high as I possibly could. With reality TV running in the background so that I didn't have to hear my own thoughts, mindlessly swiping on a dating app, hoping that I would find some rich guy to date that would whisk me away from my feelings and maybe make me feel worthy. And so then I'd lay in bed all day and I'd barely have the energy to cook myself food. So I'd maybe have one smoothie a day and I'd drag myself out of bed in the night to go on a date hoping that was the time that I would find the one. And I would be swept away by this charming person, have one too many drinks, probably sleep with them thinking, this is it. This is the person. And then I would be let down again. And then I'd sink deeper into my hole and I would repeat and repeat, numb and numb. What a horrible cycle. I look back and I have so much compassion for that girl. And I was trying to avoid pain. I wanted to just make my world safe. I didn't want to grow. And do you see? Life is pushing you to grow. Life is pushing you to make a change. What you're doing now is likely not working, but you can choose something different.
2: As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either.
1: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
0: My life and the way that I am, the person I am, doesn't even look the same as it did three years ago. And that can be your reality, too. I still have shitty days, though. I still have days that I feel like crap, and that's never going to go away. But no one can take this awareness that I have now away from me. I'm never going back to that completely unconscious version of myself. And now that you've heard this, you're never going back either. You know something different now. I know when you're listening to this, I know I can feel you. I, can, I know you feel it too. I know this has hit you somewhere that it needed to. You're hearing this message today for a reason. What are you going to do about it? I can't do it for you, what are you gonna change? How are you gonna start looking at the world and the people in it a little bit differently? Can you look at yourself, that little kid, change your fucking phone background to that picture of a childhood self and look at everyone else in the world in your life and the yourself with a little more compassion for this harsh world and society that makes us look at ourselves and others like products, And like a means to an end. How many times have you looked at people and used them as someone to fulfill something inside of you? That's manipulative behavior. I've done it. And guess what? People are doing that to you too. But have compassion for yourself and others because we live in a society that makes us feel like products, people, and things are going to fill some kind of hole, this deficiency. But that's the lie. There's never been anything deficient. Do you see it? Do you see the lie? there is no deficiency within you or others and if you can move about in life knowing that lie do you know how much further ahead you are than other people and it's not a competition it's hard to realize that you're so much further ahead though spiritually if you realize that and you can move through the world with so much more love and compassion and people's behavior isn't going to affect you as much You can start treating people and just loving being in their presence more rather than seeing them as something that you, as a product that is, as someone to fill a hole inside of you. Because you've realized the lie, right? That there's never been a hole. That you are here just to grow and change and transform. Having a personality disorder diagnosis, the entire theory itself goes against the real point of being human, which is to grow and transform and that you are not the same person 10 years from now. You don't have a disordered personality. You never have. You never will. You're never going back to the unconscious version of yourself that even you were before listening to this podcast. If you've listened this far, something has changed in your heart. You might not even be aware of it now. Maybe you are. Only you know that for sure. Only you can feel that. Do you feel it? Do you feel the change? That is your spirit. That is your soul. That is something that the medical model can never touch, that no scientific study could ever measure. Do you see? So when they come out with studies that say some bullshit like X percentage of people with BPD, never recover, or do recover, ask yourself, how the fuck are they measuring that? They can't. You can't scientifically measure spiritual growth and transformation of a human being. They can try, but they can't, and they never will. No matter how fucking sophisticated science gets, they're never going to be able to measure that. So stop chasing it. Stop looking to the articles and the studies and the BPD123s to tell you if you're going to get better. Better. What's better? You've always been better. You've always been enough. You've never been disordered. Take that in your heart. Sit on that. Feel it. But let it absorb into your spirit. Close your eyes right now. Not if you're driving. But if you're in a place where you can, close your eyes. And if you're not in a place where you can close your eyes, just go into the semi-meditative state with me for a minute and hear this as if this was your higher self, God, someone
2: talking to you.
0: Nothing is wrong with you. Nothing has ever been wrong with you. You are welcome here on this planet with me. You are a human being, not a human doing. All you've ever had to do is just be you. Whoever you wanna love, whatever you wanna feel, as long as it's in the highest good, there is nothing wrong with that. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise or make you feel otherwise. And if they do, you will now from this point on recognize that it's just their trauma talking. And I ask that you embrace them and say to yourself, they just haven't gotten on the path of their hero's journey yet. And let me tell you, there's nothing you can do to make someone else get on their hero's journey. You can just do it. And don't talk about it, be about it. Get on this path of your hero's journey with me and come along. I'm gonna be here every single week and we're going deep now. We're not worrying ourselves anymore with personality disorder shit. We're not doing that. We've evolved past that. And I can't wait for people to listen to this podcast episode in the future. I can't wait to be sitting, 20 years from now, and I hope you're still listening to my podcast at this point, we're going to be sitting in a very different world. We're going to be sitting in a world and existing in a world where there's no such thing as mental illness. There's no such thing as disorders. There is just trauma, recovery, spiritual growth, self awareness, self compassion. I'm going to share with you in closing. One of my favorite phrases, I have been getting deep into spirituality and myth and psychology and something called alchemy. Now, I'm not sure if you're familiar with alchemy, but in the alchemical tradition, there is a motto. And the motto is some Latin words, and these words are salve et coagula. And solve et coagula in alchemy is the transformation of metals into gold. And it's also how alchemists saw the heroic transformation of ordinary life through trials and adversity into something beautiful. What does solve et coagula mean in Latin? It means dissolve and coagulate and coagulate means that something comes together so the latin words solve and coagula mean falling apart and coming back together into something beautiful what does solve sound like to you dissolve which is exactly what it is sometimes things need to fall apart completely before they can come together into something even more powerful and beautiful you start out as ordinary and then you go through a trial or process which includes dying in order to be reborn. There is no coagula without salve, do you see? There is no coming together into something beautiful without falling apart. There is no rebirth without dying. Any hero that wants to go the distance and claim the sword must first die. Any of you going through something and you're in the midst of it right now where you feel like you're in hell and you're being torn apart everywhere. You feel like you're being destroyed and you think it's the end, but it's actually just the beginning. There is no transformation without this coming undone. If you're in utter hell, it means that you're in the midst of a transformation. Your unconscious is making you aware of the opportunity To grow without falling apart, there's no coming together. So I ask you don't give up. If you're struggling right now, keep going. Recognize this in this moment as your opportunity to step into your hero's journey. And also, if you find support and empowerment, in your diagnostic label, that's okay too. How I feel may not be the same way that you feel. You can still take some of what I've shared, take what resonates, and leave the rest. But what I'm here to do is to provide an alternative perspective for people that would like to move beyond their diagnostic labels. I think this is a really important conversation to have and every time I searched for the phrase spiritual starvation in Google I realized that I got a lot of really creepy Christian conversion stuff and now for those of you who know me I think there is so much beauty in Christian theology But I think that we do ourselves a disservice if we stop just at the Christian tradition. There is so much incredible value in other spiritual traditions. And the more we know and the more we educate ourselves about other spiritual paths, you really open your mind up to how many of them are really saying the same thing at their core. And that is, we are all part of this beautiful journey, this beautiful fabric of the universe. And each one of us has an important part to play. And it requires us to step into that role as the hero of our own journey and decide, when is it time that we are going to take up the sword and march to the beat of our own drum because my beat is gonna be different than yours. And the only person that knows the next best step is you. And I love each and every one of you so much and you know that I only know the truth as I know it. I don't have all the answers. I'm just sharing what has helped me and what's gonna help you might be completely different. And I'm okay with being wrong, I'm okay with admitting that I don't know everything. But what I'll always do is show up here every week and tell you what's helped me. And opening my mind, expanding my perspective, that's what's been the real game changer for me. I struggled with just sticking with the mental health medical model because they just wanted me to incorporate frameworks and skills into my life. And while those were really helpful, I'm actually able to better harness the power of those skills and mental health resources now that I have an even deeper understanding of the wider human experience through my study of theology and spirituality, myth and symbolism. And sometimes I've found that this deeper inner work that I've done has made it to where I don't really need to rely on those. Therapeutic skills as much anymore. They served their purpose absolutely when I was in crisis mode. But now that I have embarked on this spiritual journey and done this inner work, I'm realizing that I don't need to lean on those skills as much. And I hope that this nuanced, deeper conversation has provided you so much more context. And that even if you're sitting here listening to this podcast in ultimate crisis mode, And some of what I'm saying just sounds so impossible. I hope that it can at least give you hope. Because I shared with you where I was three years ago to this day. And it was in ultimate crisis mode. It was in not wanting to be on this planet anymore. It was thinking I could never find a secure and loving relationship. And I'm speaking to you from the future right now to tell you that it's possible but you've got to get on that hero's journey and you've got to find out what that looks like for you. And You can't follow the prescribed path. Medical models and a lot of what exists in the mental health field right now is very prescriptive. It's set up to get us out of crisis mode. And wow, so much incredible work has been done in that field and it can get us out of crisis mode. But what I want this podcast to be about is to get us into thriving mode, is to getting us into transformation and expansion mode. And that's where we're going from this point on. So that's it for this week, everyone. I hope you have an amazing rest of your morning, evening, day, whenever you are tuning into this. For my premium subscribers. I'm going to be taking an even deeper dive into all of this. I'm going to be sharing some of the social media posts this week that have blown my brain apart. They're so good. And then next week's episode, I'm going to be diving into some of the listener questions that I received this past week. So remember, if you want to share something with me and hear your voice on the podcast, either share how the podcast has impacted your life or ask me a question, you can go to backfromtheborderline.com slash voicemail. And if you want to subscribe to the premium content, that means you're getting more than just one episode from me a week. You can go ahead and do that by clicking into the episode description of this podcast and click become a member. Or you can do that on my website at backfromtheborderline.com. Your support means so much. Thank you for being here with me today. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for opening your mind and being someone who's willing to have a nuanced conversation. And remember, you are a unique human being on your own hero's journey. Don't let anyone tell you who you are and that you are not capable of growth and change, because you are. With all my love, have the most amazing week.